It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Better Connections. Our scripture reference today is Acts chapter 21, verse 37 through Acts 22, verse 2. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Just as Paul was about to be brought into the barracks, he said to the tribune, May I say something to you? The tribune replied, Do you know Greek? Then you are not the Egyptian who recently stirred up a revolt and led the 4,000 assassins out in the wilderness? Paul replied, I am a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, a citizen of an important city. I beg you, let me speak to the people. When he had given him permission, Paul stood on the steps and motioned to the people for silence. And when there was a great hush, he addressed them in the Hebrew language, saying, Brothers and fathers, listen to the defense that I now make before you. When they heard him addressing them in Hebrew, they became even more quiet. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. It can be hard to quiet a crowd, especially if that same crowd had beaten you moments before. Some scholars doubt the scene played out exactly as Luke tells it in Acts 22 for that reason. Paul had journeyed to Jerusalem, and there he shared with the church his ministry efforts. Others accused him of false teaching. They seized him and began doling their punishment. The tribune stepped in and the beating stopped. Their rage and threats did not. So soldiers carried Paul away, but not before Paul asked for a chance to address the crowd. Was Paul brave, courageous, committed, or stupid for wanting to offer a defense? For whatever reasons, Paul wanted to speak. For whatever reasons, the soldiers led him. Luke says the violent mob turned quiet. And when he addressed them in Hebrew, they became even more quiet. To be sure, this isn't a made-for-television drama. The crowd didn't listen to Paul and praise him when he was done speaking. Instead, they say he should not be allowed to live. But in that moment, we see something potentially meaningful. All of us want to be known. At Pentecost, the disciples amaze many people who hear them speaking their languages. In that moment, Peter testified to what God had done in Jesus, what he had witnessed. Likewise, Paul offered a personal testimony of his experience with the Lord there in front of the crowd. But he offered it in Hebrew. There was a connection to the people that offered a moment to share. There's a popular bit of leadership advice that relates to this. It's also used in parenting and relationship building. It says, connect before you correct. People are more prone to receiving correction when it stems from connection. Christians are notorious for speaking the truth and love to people they have no connection with. And many of us pride ourselves on that. But does it work? Does it do anything? 
other than potentially boosting our ego. Real connection is everything in ministry. Of course, we don't get to know people just so we can preach to them. That's not genuine. That's sales. A better approach is to acknowledge that everyone is valuable to God. Don't assume everyone knows how great the depth of God's love is. And don't assume a polished turn or burn message will help them know it. The people you meet want to be known for who they are. What if we did less preachy stuff and connected more with them? Stay blessed. Now, before you go, let me make sure you know I love you and you are a blessing to me. Thanks for listening to another note. I hope it helps you live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Let me know if I can pray with you and help us reach others by sharing today's devotional or leaving a review wherever you listen as a podcast. Finally, make sure to check out the website at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.